So, er, with her, honey, and you're making out when the phone rings. You answer it, and the voice says, What are you doing with my daughter? You tell her girl, and her girl say, My dad is dead. Then who, who was, was phone? Hello and welcome to The Spooks, the premiere spot on the internet where we celebrate weird horror. We are so glad you're here. I just had like four cups of coffee and I feel like I can see the sun. So, yeah. Uh, Not really a notable traitor. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> over there. <laughs> uh, speaking of being able to see the sun, why don't we go to Steven and he's going to um, fill us in on some of those uh, wonderful viewing goals. Hi. Thanks for watching the Spoof Pod. If you want, you can get four of your friends together for a viewing party, and we'll record you a custom introduction to the next episode of the podcast. They also might feed me if you do that. Fingers crossed. Be sure to like, comment, share, subscribe, etc. at your earliest convenience for the sake of my well-being. We've also got some fewer goals just around the corner. At 100, we're going to do a dramatic reading of one of our previous story reads. Like from a script. And at 500, not only will we be going to hunt the water for sheep squash, but I might see the sun. Okay. We should probably stop now because they're going to be back in a minute. And if I behave well and don't speak, Bradley and Josh might give me a blanket. I'll see you next time. Here comes the sun. Doody, doody. They're torturing me. Here comes the sun. Okay. Well, thank you, Stephen. Again, he's not too badly injured. Uh, so we are so glad that you're able to come out and join us today in this little creepy, creppy uh, land that we're in. What I'd like to call the pus-filled alcove. Yum. Let's do that one again. <laughs> Spooksember. <laughs> Welcome to the creepy little spot on the internet where we enjoy all the crappy things and laugh at them. Sometimes more than we should. So <laughs> the problem is, I just ate a donut. Ah. So, um, yeah, nice. <laughs> It's actually a literal story. I did call, just eat a donut. Call back, but call back to yeah. So no, um, we are. But this is also how I do die. <laughs> so yeah, we are so glad that you're listening. So glad that you're here. Um, to cite some of our sources today, we're going to the Cryptid Wiki um, once again for some cryptids. Um, and Josh, you said that uh, we're pulling once again from the amalgamation of a blog where these stories come from. Oh, we're elbows deep in it this time. I can't wait. Um, we're reading a legal document this week. Wow. Hold on to your hats, people. <laughs> uh, and then also we have a drink that terrifies even Steven. So 
Oh, we'll talk more later. Yeah. I'm not talking about this right now. I was going to say, it's in the oven mitt, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. It's it's waving its little murder mitts. Yeah. Hi. I'm going to kill you. <laughs> so, uh, without further ado, Josh, why don't you take us into the Night Nights? Yes. Yeah, story number one. <clears throat> okay. So, uh, this is like... Okay. This is a... Uh, it's a pulling from Facebook, right? So somebody posted like a comment and then this is like the, the central comment with all of the replies underneath, okay? So Bradley reading for Ethan Blind. <clears throat> all right, everyone. I just want to announce that I am going to be on a bit of a vacation. Monster Slayer Void comes out tomorrow. Therefore, I'm going to be dead to the world until Tuesday. Dude, you excited? Well, I bought 12 frozen pizzas so I don't have to leave my house and enough monster energies that I won't have to sleep for four days. So, pretty excited. Yikes. It's a little too geeky for me. No one asked you, Brittany. John Doe, midnight. You jolt awake. You can feel the sweat beating on your forehead. You can't tell why, but you can feel like you just ran a mile. Your heavy breath fills the space of the empty room. You feel your eyes being drawn towards a single unremarkable patch on the wall next to your bed. It's the same one that you find yourself staring at often. The same point of white wallpaper with floral texture. You trace your fingers over the point, feeling the ridges that give way to silky smooth. You shake yourself, <clears throat> and you go downstairs to get a drink of water. You can't help but notice that you feel instantly more comfortable as soon as you leave your room. After a full glass of water, you convince yourself that it was a nightmare and you go back to bed. 2 a.m. You wake up and the first thing that you think is how hot you feel. You sit up and you're instantly grateful as both the blanket and the comforter fall off of you. You get out of bed and you place your hand on the bed and it feels damp. You look at your pillow and you see a circle of sweat left by your head. You feel instantly disconcerted. Why did you sleep with both a blanket and a comforter? As you sit on the side of your bed, you pull out your phone to check social media. Who the heck is this? This isn't funny. Are you watching me? I'm going to block you. 3 a.m. You feel an irresistible urge to go back to bed. Your eyes grow suddenly heavy. And you know if you don't lay back right now, you will fall asleep sitting up. As you lay back, you pay special attention, making sure you only use the blanket. As you flip your pillow to the dryer side, you decide to kick out one of your legs out from under the blanket. As soon as you do that, you fall asleep. 3.15, you wake up. You're hot again. You try and sit up, but this time you find it harder than expected. The blanket and the comforter have both been tucked in tightly into the bed. You struggle <clears throat> for a bit to get free. Your body shivers as a whole wave of goosebumps erupts along your back and neck. Your eyes snap to the point in the wall. You wonder if it's darker than normal. You trace the spot with your fingers and it feels wet. You hold your fingertips close to your eyes. It's hard to make out, but it feels like there's something there. You get up and walk to the bathroom. You turn on the lights and wince at the sudden shock. Under the light of the bathroom, you can see that there's something on your fingers. 
As you turn off the faucet to wash off the residue, you notice something in the mirror. There's a faint mark on your forehead. You touch it, and it comes off slightly. You wash it off of your forehead quickly. You walk back to your bedroom and turn on the light. Your heart drops. Your bed has been made. You look at it. You can see that there isn't even a single wrinkle. Your brain feels suddenly empty for a second, every nerve ending firing off. Then suddenly you feel tired. Not just tired, but more tired than you've ever felt. You feel yourself being drawn to the bed. With every ounce of self-will you have left, you force yourself downstairs. You throw yourself on the couch and you are instantly asleep. 3.33 a.m. You can feel yourself moving. A strong force lifts you up and carries you. You couldn't move if you wanted to. You're just so impossibly tired. You try and open your eyes, but you can't open them. They feel like they're glued shut. Your heart starts suddenly racing. You feel a surge of panic. Then you feel another wave of impossible tiredness. You can feel yourself being laid in your bed. You can feel the blanket being pulled across you. You can feel the blanket being pulled so tight that you can feel yourself sinking into the mattress. You're still fighting to open your eyes, but even as you struggle, you can feel yourself falling asleep. During the struggle, you can feel something impossibly cold and wet touching your forehead. What feels like dead lips presses in on your head, and you can feel cold, wet hair on your shoulders. The kiss ends, and you're almost asleep when you smell a fetid smelling breath as it whispers in your ear. He's nearly rotten all the way through. It gasps in your ear. But <clears throat> it's nearly rotten all the way through. It gasps in your ear. But he thinks about you all the time. Then it kisses you again on the ear. Night, night, it says before you fall asleep. <laughs> Who's rotten all the way through? I think the thing is referring to itself in third person. Or the the bed is rotten all the way through. Because he's a sweaty boy. (laughs) He keeps sweating through. I I do appreciate this story in multiple regards. One of them is that this records what it feels like for me every night when I wake up four to five times a night next to my wife who is a living furnace <laughs> and I just like wake up sweating just like buckets just like you've got the flu yeah, no. <laughs> like soaking through everything it's nasty man so let me get this straight because I think I, I think I've got a handle on what we just read I I think he's he's just being very well cared for <laughs> just, by something just against his will yeah bedtime is enforced in this household <laughs> <laughs> just like mine <laughs> yeah essentially <laughs> it's just <laughs> where are you going <laughs> i crushed up melatonins in your water <laughs> see i don't even get that justice i just you know go to the bathroom and the wife shuts off all the lights in the living room powers <laughs> on the tv and goes into the bedroom and it's like well i guess i'm done in there <laughs> bedtime <laughs> Yeah, I like the touch that the bed gets tucked in tighter 
every time. time. Like, Which implies at some point there will be a point of no return where escape is physically impossible. Yeah. Or it also implies that the entity is just getting frustrated that he yeah. wakes up this often. Yeah. Yeah. yeah just like, just stay. Just stay in there. One of the times he's just going to wake up and there's going to be a chain across the bed. So <laughs> are we to believe that so this is just like all in this comment thread, right? Yes. So mm-hmm. So we have Ethan Blaine, Brittany Hall, John Vincent, and then John Doe, who's just comment so like poor poor Ethan Blind is trying to enjoy his game and this right. guy is just just neck bearding away. <laughs> just yeah. dropping like I get tucked in by ghost mommy. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> No, so that's it says you, right? So it's written in second person. So he's describing what is going on to Ethan Blind oh. as it is happening to him in the comment section. Oh, <laughs> so Ethan is just getting increasingly more frustrated, not only because he's reading it in this random group thread that this guy wasn't supposed to be in, but he's yeah. also like, stop narrating my life <laughs> so um also apparently the monsters didn't do no good because he said he wasn't gonna sleep for four days yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry i got lost on what you meant by monsters there for a second i was like new game did not get played <laughs> oh man well, like at least this. he woke up well rested. Which, yeah, if Ready Monster Slayer is anything like Monster Hunter, I can tell you <laughs> one thing: you need to be make sure that you're well rested for your reaction time to be well trained. Yes, because yes. man, fighting some of those monsters and it's just yeah. <sighs> Parry this filthy casuals. <laughs> <laughs> also, uh, noting inside of here the three thirty three a.m. Yeah, that's what a beautiful, delightful return of the witching hour. Yeah. 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 Really, the witching minute. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, you can't get more witchy than the witchy minute. What about the witchy millisecond? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 333, 333. Yeah, yeah, 333. And 33 frames. Repeating. Yeah. Oh, man. That's also, yeah, the weird, uh, the weird entry of the, he's rotten nearly all the way through. It gasps in your ear. Which yeah, feels but he does Greg. think about you all the time, though. Hey, he's nearly yeah. gone. He's nearly disintegrated into nothing. But he does think about you. Yeah, that that strikes me as somebody that either like like it's almost like Ethan lost somebody and like they're buried and decomposing and mm. you know ghost person is like acting as the medium between dead grandpappy and <laughs> <Bro>. <laughs> just like hey yeah I'm talking to your grandpa and like his corpse is nearly gone in the ground but He's he like still thinks disgusting. about you <laughs> like, I really hate your grandpappy is <laughs> The word now. Rank. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. I have wet hair, cold lips, and you can smell fetid breath. What but is okay? Sorry, my my vocabulary is that of a middle schooler's. What's fetid? Like rotten. Like, okay, cool. Yeah. That's what I thought. Yeah. I just wanted to make sure that I was on the same like, page as everybody. Death. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the thing is definitely not like uh, I would say smelling like a pile of daisies. No, no. So itself. we got drowning victim, and you know. <laughs> oh my gosh. 
Oh, it's just old Greg, man. <laughs> this is old Greg. Yeah, like there I'm we go. China. I'm old Greg. Oh man. So, um, if I'm being honest, on a creepy scale, this would probably be up there. Really? Oh yeah. No, I I hate hate. Like it it took me the longest time getting used to like having um, my wife in the same room as me when I slept cuz oh, I yeah. Yeah. well considering hate. every time you get startled you gasp awake like a drowning victim Yeah so and that's that's cuz I can't, I can't count the amount of times that like you know so growing up um where I did um my window was on the side of the house that rain would come in so during cuz my family didn't have central air so during the summer we had box fans put in the window Amen. and if the uh, way it should be yeah and if rain started you had to take in my room you had to take that out and yeah. shut the window or else you were going to wake up and all your stuff was going to be soaked or get electrocuted you yeah. know by a box fan in the rain yeah so i trained myself to you know wake up when i would start to hear rain um and so what would normally happen is my mother who would also wake up and doubting the fact that I would get up would come into my room to take out this fan and that would normally result in me just having waken up not really seeing well fumbling into her and then going <laughs> and falling back on the bed because I just ran into a body um, standing in my room um, and I know that we've already talked about the time that you know I woke up because um, I'd gone to bed before my wife and like I'm eye to eye with her and she's just staring at me I, I, I don't do I, I don't do well with other people like doing things to me whilst I am sleeping. I just don't. Most don't, yeah. for what it's worth. <laughs> so, like, getting tucked in, um, yeah, no, no. This this is, like, very high on the creep factor for so me. So, the fact that it's decidedly non-lethal doesn't bother you? No! No, that, that like, literally, if my, like, if I was in that state of falling to sleep, and my wife, you know, was just like, whispered that in my ear, He's nearly rotten. Oh, I, would, I would, I would, I like, you know, I know that there's something supernatural making him sleep. I don't care. My body would be like, nope. And I just lay there. Fight or flight, fight or flight, fight or flight, fight or flight. And, and it, 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 run, it, run, no, run. it'd be freeze. It wouldn't be run. Like it literally that would be said. And I'd be lying on the bed going. Quick. It just turned into a dementor. I'm, I'm giving your wife a. Uh, I'm giving your wife a script of things to say. <laughs> oh man! Just give her some choice lines. <laughs> Straight balling. Oh man! What do you think, Steven? Do you I don't think know, they man. They can hear you from hell. <laughs> oh. And then, and then the disrespect of kissing. Like, I don't know exactly where the kiss was on the ear, but if it was like on the ear, can I? That is the most disrespectful place you can kiss a person because it hurts. It is loud. It is uncomfortable. Apparently just that uncomfortable because yeah, he fell asleep. But yeah, if you just right in somebody's ear like I just did to all y'all, exactly. That's that's wrong. This is going to be This episode is going to be textural hell To listen to <laughs> I'm sorry to so many people In advance my not, not the least of which me <laughs> No um, yeah No wait you're right I don't have to edit this <laughs> uh, 
So what do you think, Stephen? I don't know, man. This is just very this is very maternal behavior. <laughs> which I'm not used to because I don't have a good relationship with my mom and <laughs> Yeah. I don't know. It's not that I don't like it. I'm just not used to it. <laughs> <laughs> like and yeah, and actually, and to like further add emphasis to this, like there's been times like when I was younger, my mom would come in my room and like do the like you know, like you know the nice motherly like you know head like caress cheek kind of thing. Just, like yeah, I literally wake up and I'm like, <laughs> somebody's touching me and I don't like. You. Can we talk about just how delightful it would be to be your parents, right? Just like holding baby Bradley, being like. Fall asleep, fall asleep. <laughs> just, oh, he's asleep ah! now. And just, yeah, baby Bradley, now. just wake up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, my father got a kick out of scaring the heck out of me. Like, you know, there were times that I'd yeah. fall asleep driving. We'd be driving to church in the morning. I'd fall asleep this one time. He was, we're going, and on the way from Mill Village to Union City, where we were driving, um, there's a curve in the road, but you can also go off into a dirt road that's adjacent to it. And so this man ramps up the speed. We're in a old, like, 90, I think it was a 98 Buick LeSabre. So the things had, the thing rode like a boat, just like, mm-hmm. boo, boo, boo. And so he ramps up the speed, hits the, like, off the pavement onto the dirt, and I feel the bump, and that wakes me up, and he looks at me, and I look at him, and he's like, we're off the road, Ah!" and my brain is like, okay, and so my legs go out, my arms go up, and I'm like, (laughs) and then he just loses it and starts laughing. I'm like, that's not funny, Dad. Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm assuming no one's ever actually had it done to them, that one very cruel practice joke people do on the highway where you pull up right behind oh, the one of semi? those no I haven't had the opportunity because <laughs> that's funny that's evil but it's funny oh yeah <laughs> I just do the yeah. thing where I wait until uh, I wait until I have an you know a safe amount of gap in the next lane next to me and if you know my passengers falling asleep I just I just and just back <laughs> I just jerked the wheel over super hard oh which one of these days I'm just gonna flip the car and work at a time uh, but, but it'll be worth be it laughing. for the joke I will be laughing and thinking of him <laughs> even when I'm rotten most of the way through <laughs> Uh, oh. My eulogy is going to be something. Speaking of rotten most of the way through, Stephen, what no, are wait, we didn't like, read it. Read it. Oh, read, read it. it. Sorry, yeah, five, yeah. like, f- like four or five. Like, it, that's it creeps, a full on. Yeah, it creeps me out, man. <sighs> okay, two. 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 It's oddly comforting. Like, uh, yeah. As right? someone with a really terrible sleep schedule, I probably need a little bit of this in my life. Like, <laughs> <laughs> this would probably be good for me. Yeah. Yeah. Bad for the podcast edit, but good yeah. for Steven. The sun is down. Go to bed. <laughs> so we're, I guess we'll just cut the distance and call that one a three. Sure. Yeah, that, that yeah. feels right. That yeah, feels right. So a three for me, Bob. Oh man! So, Stephen, what did my wife buy us today? No, don't answer that question. We have to sip it. I'm Uh. just, I'm just gonna say this. I'm just gonna, we're gonna have a little bit of story time before we do this. Okay. Because I feel sick. Josh, I went from optimism to feeling sick in the (laughs) intervening moments. So, Josh, we're we're between we were between uh, takes, 
and Josh goes to the bathroom and I, um, I'm working on, I got to get the drinks actually poured and stuff. And Bradley, yeah. you know, the story and Josh, you're kind of privy to what's going on, but this is for the viewers. This is, this is for them. And, uh, yeah, Bradley's wife, Teresa was the one that bought the drinks today. And she said she just went to the grocery store, which I'm really struggling to believe. <laughs> I dropped her off. She made a deal with somebody. <laughs> this has been planned. A shady uh, soda salesman in the back. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And uh, yeah, and I, I tried real hard. They're, uh, they came in glass bottles. I'm, I have to give away just a little bit. Um, they came in glass bottles, and I was like, okay, if they're a twist, if they're a twist top. I don't have to look at anything and I will uh, be able to just get these open and poured and it'll be fine. And uh, they were not twist tops. So I had to, I, I had to get a glance um, while I was like, we did a bottle opener here. So we had to like smack them off the counter to get them open. And like what cool bros do. Yeah. 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 Like, like, like frat, frat men. Woo. I'm definitely one of them. <laughs> um, definitely didn't take me like four attempts. <laughs> And I just gotta, I just gotta look at the label, and I've had a pit in my stomach. <laughs> the from more the you, I the saw. more you talk, the bigger the pit in my stomach grows. I'm, and Josh, this is what happened. You were in the bathroom, and I looked at Bradley, and I said, "I'm like, if we do this today, we this isn't a ledge we can back off of. This is a new, this is a new era of terror." Okay. <laughs> I have no problem backing off this ledge. We'll just go back to coffee and forget this ever happened. Okay. All right. So I want you to. Okay. I, let me let me ask you this. I am not a good and and don't do anything while I say this. Don't do anything. Don't yet. stop. Don't. My sense of smell is extremely suspect. That being said, I took a sniff and I don't feel like I I know what it's supposed to be and I don't feel like I could tell. So I'll leave I don't it up have to a you. sense of smell. If you guys want to try a cursory sniff or if you just want to go straight for sip, I'll I'll do sniff. Oh, good lord. So there's something going on there. <laughs> I don't know what though. Yep. It's just foreign and chemically right yeah i might I, I might need a spittoon myself should i come up with you guys if you want we'll just to share we'll just share the bucket all right all right fair enough i'm already feeling nauseous <clears throat> yeah this is not gonna go well fellas i'm already feeling nauseous you might get to watch me throw up today folks i have a notoriously quick gag reflex <laughs> i'm keeping that in <laughs> I'm just saying, like, any. I'm the only person I know who has thrown up to the uh, rotten egg, uh, rotten egg jelly beans. Mm. Uh, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, the, the, from the, from the uh, from the bean boozled. Yeah, bean boozled. <laughs> so wait, let, let me I just want to get a glance that the of this. Color looks like it's. it's very yellow. If it's if somebody made yellow. Big Bird into a drink, if somebody made milk into a, if someone made milk into a soda and then it became soured milk, we're just gonna we're just gonna get this for the wives. Howdy, gang. Yeah. So you're a bad person. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what's happening yet. <laughs> I'm, I'm also an oven but. <laughs> Dink it and sink it? <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, good lord. Well, that's entirely pleasant. That's really underwhelming. That's good. There was so much build-up to that. it. Don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> there was so much build-up to this. <laughs> Literally, Steven has had me scared for like 45 minutes. Sip again. Sip again. Just, and then we'll talk. There's something funky in the aftertaste. There's something funky in the front taste. I'm going to go back to the Fair enough. I have no idea what that is supposed to be besides something vaguely fruity. Yeah, that's, I'm getting like fruit, like fake fruit, like gushers. I'm getting gusher. Yeah, 100% gusher. It's a little, uh, it's living la vita loca. It's, it's got a little bit of a husky kind of like back taste. Yeah, it. yeah. A real. Teresa, I'll have you know, you tried to, you tried to kill us today and you failed. Okay, so <clears throat> we need to take our guess at what it is. Um, you do. And you're gonna be wrong. I know. I... It, it it doesn't taste bad until you know what it's supposed to taste like. There's I'm, something in there that I don't like. I'm gonna go with marshmallow. Interesting. Mmm. Yeah, the back end's a little funky, right? The longer you hold it in your mouth, the worse it gets. Yeah. Oh. Mm. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, you're catching a little. I don't know what it is, but that. Do, do me a favor. Move the slide the crochet. Am I just broken? <clears throat> uh, the, the. Oh yeah, that works too. That works too. Done. 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 Totally gross soda. Cat pee. Oh, yes. that's what it is! Oh, <laughs> yes, I taste. Uh, yeah, oh. yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. It's, it's worse now that you know, right? Why are you going in again? <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, it says up there in the top corner, pineapple and orange, which is exactly the flavor profile of what it is. It's only cat piddle because uh, it's the color kitty piddle. I don't know. I think it has a little bit of something. No. It has to. No, there's something in there that I don't like. That's just pineapple and orange. I, maybe it's psychosomatic. I don't, I'm not sipping again. I'm scared. I know it's fine, but I'm scared. I don't like it. It's... I don't like artificial pineapple. Ew, gross. Bleh. <laughs> Bleh. Man, the buildup to that was. <laughs> yeah. Fill that up for me, buddy. Bottled at the source. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. In the lowlands of rural Pennsylvania. Hey. Oh, okay. So, um, here, here, here's the thing that's really concerning about this: is my wife bought it. I was like, I don't know how this is going to be. It could be gross, but you might like it. Is what she said to me. <laughs> so I, I don't know how to feel about this now. Man, Josh seems fine. Josh seems like he might go in for another sip. It's totally psychosomatic. It is literally just pineapple and orange. I think I think the issue is here, Stephen. Is I don't own a cat. Yeah, so. I was gonna say. I think the issue with us is this tastes. How the pretty litter mixed with urine smells. Yes, you're right. So that's why it's hitting us hard, is because this tastes like that smells. Yeah. He doesn't have that in his brain. This is like the aroma track to my life. Yes. 
Yeah, so that's why it's hitting this hard is because yeah, this this tastes like what it smells like immediately after one of our cats take a leak. Mm-mm. So like now, if this if this smelt like uh, what happens after one of my dogs gets a hold of uh, <laughs> cappuccino and I was gonna uh, say, hot chocolate, he didn't hear that story. No, no. So my dog's been on a terror streak lately. Um, he chewed up uh, the left earbud to my. Uh, Galaxy, uh, Galaxy Buds Pro Two, uh, Oof. which was nice of him. That's expensive. Uh, and then uh, after he got doing that on Wednesday, my wife wanted hot chocolate mixed with caramel cappuccino, mm. right? Yeah. So I made that for her. Uh, and then she came into the kitchen uh, because I was making her breakfast and she was chatting, but she left the drink on a snack table in the living room. Mm. Terrence, our dog, took it upon himself to get up onto the table, and he wanted to drink it, right? <laughs> uh, but the problem was, I think it was hotter than what he was expecting, so he drunk it bad, right? Like, I'm talking, there's was hot chocolate on the wall, it was across the table, he flung it all over my Xbox controller, which now we Oof. need a new Xbox controller, um, because now the X button is still sticking. Um, I was going to say, and he already was down one Xbox controller, so yeah, now you have yeah. none. Now, right now, we have two mostly broken Xbox controllers, right? Yeah. <clears throat> um, Not good. Well, <laughs> Take notes, family. Christmas gift ideas. <laughs> uh, we left, right? Uh, and then we... Uh, we came back later that day after youth group, and uh, Terrence did unspeakable things. We 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 cannot speak of true horror on this podcast because there are some stuff <clears throat> that's just not appropriate to share. But this he isn't was funny. This is just spooky. He was in standing water, but not but it was water. not water. Uh oh. Mm mm. No. Yeah. What? Yeah. In, in his yeah, in his little um, what are those called kennels? Yeah, ke- yeah, yeah. In the kennel tray, there was standing filth. Uh, it was sprayed up to six inches up, seven inches up a wall, which he is about seven inches tall. So a straight shot out of him and then down. It was some of the most disgusting things I have ever seen oh. or witnessed in my life. It took Katie and I an hour and a half to clean up from this catastrophe. Not surprised. Yeah, so... Uh, Horrified. Not surprised. If uh, if they made a soda that smelled like that, <laughs> so I, like, I'm well acquainted with that smell. So, I'm taking this as a personal challenge. Nope, don't. <laughs> Just stop. <laughs> what you Just stop. I'll have you know. We will, if you make a soda stream capsule, we will buy a soda stream. Yeah. <laughs> of that, if somebody makes a capsule of that flavor, we'll make it. We'll Bradley, press it right pay here. attention to what you are saying with your mouth words. You I'll just said you all of the dollars. <laughs> You just said an open invitation to people. <laughs> if you make dog diarrhea soda, I will drink it. That is what now, you said now, with your mouth words. Now, it can't actually, like, it needs to taste It needs that. to be medically safe. Yeah, it needs to be medically safe. And if, if it is not, no go. You are okay. all just bitter I'm just that I'm not messed up by your <laughs> We're pineapple and orange soda. We're not drinking anything that's not FDA approved. I yeah. feel like that's the rule. Like, yeah. if, if people are going to submit things, like, if we're really opening the door to this for the future. Why are we opening the door? <laughs> oh, hey, everybody. I live at 1023 Main Street. Everybody come to my house. <laughs> I'm really afraid of chainsaws. <laughs> and clowns. And clowns with chainsaws. And Bigfoot. 
I think if I have as illustrated anything on this podcast, I have a blatant lack of fear of clowns. I'm fine with clowns. That's yeah. I was projecting. Sorry, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> That's you. I have a fear of clowns. Oh, man. So, well, like, I am taking this as a challenge, though, because here's what, and I'm, dear audience, <laughs> I need you to To my me a dearest audience. Because <clears throat> I, feel free to listen in to this one-sided conversation, but understand that I'm not doing this for you. There's one person I'm talking to right now, and Bradley, it's your wife. <laughs> You really thought you were going to pull up with the big guns today and you just gave us essentially a glorified beach drink. <sighs> I'm going to spend the rest of my time on this show trying to show you what real fear looks like. Stop. Because I'm an artist. <laughs> I am offended by the lack of potency we experienced today. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> well, and these boys are the victims. <laughs> love that. I love that for myself. I can't wait. All right, Amazon. Let's go. So, um, as we continue on here, I want to uh, bring up uh, Cryptid. Um, uh, cryptid? Yes. So, um, are we going cryptid hunting? No, not dun, for this one. Dun, 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 dun. So this uh, this actually um, isn't necessarily cryptid cryptid, but um, there's an old kind of poem slash song called Al uh, Albuquerque Turkey, which was, you know, normally was sung in like elementary schools and stuff because, uh, you know, you have Christmas songs, you have, you know, like spooky songs that kids can sing, but they're... There was never like a Thanksgiving song, like period. There never is, and so this was just a little ditty that was kind of um, made. Tom Steiner up. doesn't count. <laughs> Apparently not. <laughs> um, okay, sorry. So no, um, yeah. So this was made up. Alice's Restaurant. I'm so sorry. Ah. Uh, um, so Albuquerque turkey um, and you know it goes you know Albuquerque he's my turkey he is feathered and he's fine first I had him then I lost him boy I'm awfully glad he's mine um, and there's like a, other renditions and other verses and stuff and part of me was like you know curious I was like is this a like is this based off of a real turkey or is it just the author couldn't rhyme turkey with anything other than Albuquerque, New Mexico. <laughs> so I did some digging. I did a lot of digging. And what I found was a whole lot of nothing. Okay. <laughs> so what I'm proposing... <laughs> Bradley, are you making up a cryptid this week? Yes, I am. What I'm proposing is the cryptid of Albuquerque Turkey. So, um... Here's, here's my thought, okay? Because the song basically ends... Um, or the poem, I guess I should say. Um, let me let me pull up the whole entire um, thing because it, it it ends in a very specific way, and I think it's important to um, note that. So, uh, in my Albuquerque turkey, happy in his bed, because for our Thanksgiving dinner we had scrambled eggs instead. So this turkey avoids being eaten by offering up 
children. Sacrifice the baby. Exactly. So here is my thought. <laughs> you so just heard that. You walked out into your <laughs> to your yard, and then you just saw the big old Tom going to the young women, going sacrifice the babies. <laughs> Give it all to them. Give it on to them what they deserve. The demons demand the sacrifice for our lives. So here is my Albuquerque turkey cryptid. We have a turkey um, who, unlike <laughs> who, unlike the pardon turkey, the principal, the the president pardon turkey. This turkey takes it upon himself to be pardoned by harvesting the young of his kind. Um, and now you might be like, well, this has no effect on humans, but when when will this stop? This is this is my proposition. We have a turkey who is so used to sacrificing the young that eventually he will turn to sacrificing humans. You don't believe me? You don't believe me? I not really, no. <laughs> let me let me let me, <laughs> let me give you some evidence here. Turkeys are buttholes. And I can back that up. <laughs> Go on, back up your statement went, about turkey buttholes. This went from this went awfully quickly from <laughs> sacrifice baby turkeys to Bradley's gonna rant about his least favorite bird. So no, okay, we're talking about an animal here whose only well, we job went after Santa last week, so it only makes sense. <laughs> whose job it is to get fat and get eaten. Okay. That that is that is I feel like a turkey considers that it has other jobs. <laughs> I don't think the death row inmate considers his only purpose in life to have done enough to get himself executed on death row and then is fulfilled. So I'm all good. <laughs> I'm all tapped. Okay. Anyway, we have a turkey anyway. who's supposed to live out its life and then be eaten. But this turkey looks at that and says, no. No, I, I tear down your ideals of a happy Thanksgiving and instead I feed you babies. That wow. is evil. That's pretty evil. And so here's, here's my thought. Eventually, eventually, he'll run out of bebes to sacrifice. Just like all the bourgeoisie eventually run out of proletariats. Exactly. <laughs> so once this happens, what's going to happen? He's not going to let himself be eaten. He's been alive for too long. You're right. You're right. So he's going to go to, you know, probably other animals, start sacrificing the hens or whatever. But who's to say that he's not eventually going to be like, nah, eat the human babies. He may, so he runs out of, he runs out of baby turkey, egg. Moves into other things. Eventually, eventually, you know where this ends? This ends in rounding up the women of the human race. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Stop. And stealing their eggs. That's where this ends. Enforced sterilization and surgery and the end of our species. You don't believe me? Just watch. Look a turkey in the eye. <laughs> you can't. You know why you can't look a turkey in the eye? Because the eyes are on either side of their head. They're weird. <laughs> yeah, but that's all prey animals. They all have yeah. eyes on either yeah, side you know, of their eyes, head. Eyes facing front is what you're supposed to be scared of. No. Canine teeth and eyes facing front is ambush predator. No. They're cute. Just like the splinter cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's just, like, a horse has eyes on either side of its head. Yeah. 
A horse can still murk you, though. Like, <laughs> yeah, a horse will murk you. <laughs> yeah, but, but they're see, also giant scared children. So, yeah. They horses, could stomp you to death, here, but be a child about it. Like, you know, and that's the thing. Like, horse, I expect to be strong and powerful. You know what I don't expect? Me to hit a turkey with a vehicle, and it do more damage to the vehicle than it did to the turkey. It's because they Mario power-up jump. It is awful. Right. Like, I mean, I don't, um, I don't know if you've ever seen like the aftermath of like a turkey hit, but literally, I had a buddy had a truck. Turkey jumped into the road, took out headlight, mirror, dented both the driver side door and the door, the driver side passenger door, like the rear door. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, and then took out the taillight. Like the thing rolled down this man's car. Kept walking. You see me roll. <laughs> Caused like close to like a grand of damage. Now, kept trucking. Insane. Now it is, uh, it is true that uh, turkey rode, uh, <clears throat> hitting a turkey with your car is uh, statistically more lethal than hitting a uh, deer with your car because they tend to like try to jump up and get out of the way, which puts them right at uh, windshield level. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. Just power blast right through the wind. Bradley, yeah. I hate to suggest this, but you know there's a whole movie franchise about a killer turkey on uh, Thanksgiving called Thanks Killing. What? And my point only gets better. <laughs> Brother. So, yeah, here's, here's my proposition. There will be one day a turkey named Albuquerque, and he will rule the world. No. <laughs> Pop off, so on the uh, absolutely. So on the on the listing of cryptid uh, on the listing of cryptid, are we talking like two? Are you saying that like the? Uh, are you saying like the the Fetterton big cat or whatever it was? Yes. That one was a ninety-seven, yeah. but like up there is just a thing that we casually eat every year. <laughs> No, 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 because like you, you had said in the last episode, brought up the good point. I think it has more to do with... Like notoriety. Notoriety. So I think this one would be very notorious. Everybody would know about the turkey that can, you know... I think you just want that to be the case. <laughs> Bradley, I think... Like, okay, just, just bear with me here. It's not... In its effort to appease humans, it's taking human eggs from women... Who's saying it's appeasing Ooh. humans? This is not about appeasing the humans. This is yes, about is. preventing that himself was literally, from dying. That was literally the whole thing. Why is he preventing himself from dying? Because he knows humans could murk him at any second. So instead, he feeds them his young. We live in fear every day. <laughs> that was just a chicken. I don't know what you're going on. Well, and, like, and so, yeah, chicken, inferior turkey. You see what they did in the, clam, the claymation chicken run? Yeah, no. dude, I love that. Yeah. I love Chicken Run. Yeah, they, like, learn to fly, and, you know, they basically turn themselves into turkey. Are you a children's movie? Yes, I yeah. am referencing a children's movie. It is a evidence. My evidence for why turkey would take over the world. <laughs> if we can do it with clay, we can do it with the real thing. <laughs> so, Bradley, your whole, like, oh, this monster is so scary. <laughs> All I'm saying is if you've never been chased by a rooster, you don't know the terror. 
And turkeys are chased bigger. by a rooster. Well, no, I wasn't chased by a rooster. A rooster ran at me, and then I just drop kicked it because <laughs> it jumped up for me, and that was a good timing. <laughs> See, I never look. Had- <laughs> if you've never been chased by a rooster, you don't understand the primal fear in that moment. But yeah, yeah it is. <laughs> It is it is a primal fear, and apparently your body was like, I'm a drop kicker. And I was like, and putting those years of kickball experience to use. <laughs> and I just ran around my aunt's house like a scared little boy. <laughs> and least, I was like 16. <laughs> at least, uh, uh, at least uh, neither of us is my dad, who... <laughs> He got snuck up on by one of our roosters, and my dad just took a two by four and just. <laughs> that was the end of the rooster. <laughs> it snuck up on him, and so he just took it and one blow. Apparently, that was the end of uh, Atticus. Poor guy. Atticus almost sounds like Albuquerque. <laughs> ah! No, not the thing that was taken out by a single piece of wood. Sacrifice babies. Oh. I don't know, Bradley. I think you've got something vaguely creepy there, but I think that needs to go back in R&D. <laughs> Uh, he will return. Albuquerque will be back. He always comes back. Okay, you can't pet an like Afghan level. All right, all right, all right. I'm moving on to my story. Albuquerque. All right, so our last story for this podcast. Well, last last blog story. We still yes, got yes, our. Yes. We still yeah. got our. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, this is the legal document. Uh, mm, this is the legal document. Uh, <laughs> It records all of the legal dogs owned by every president. Uh, No, this is our legal document. Uh, It is a will. I, Jeffrey Thompson, being of full age and sound mind and memory, do make public and declare that this is my last will and testament, hereby revoking and annulling any and all last will and testaments at any time hitherto made by me. Item one. Wait. Yes. Do people just post their wills online? No, but uh, after they get, Mer- after they come into fruition, uh, they do have to make them public. Interesting. Okay. Continue. Yeah. I did not know that. I could be making that up. Anyway, it's on the <laughs> blog. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> y'all just y'all just jumped to that one, which says a lot about your guys' trust in me, which I appreciate, but I'm going to come clean. I don't know. <laughs> the, the laws of the universe are mine to control. <laughs> His and Albuquerque's alone. Bro. <clears throat> Item one, to my parents. I know that this season must be excruciating for you. To watch your only son slowly waste away is a pain that few know. I can only hope that you can find some small comfort in the box that is laid aside for you. You will know the one. It has been marked for you. It contains a collection of sentimental items that you have given me over the course of my shattered and cursed life. Know that each item there has served me well, and I have extracted a deep joy from them. I hope that they can do the same for you. Included in the box is Tiny Jeff the doll that you gave me on my fifth birthday. I request that you do not keep him with the others as he is a liar and a troublemaker. (laughs) I need to rewrite my will. (laughs) 
Item two, to my sister, Lydia. Thank you for being my faithful friend for years. You have stood as you have stood with me as I have faced all the trials and heartaches that I have endured. I leave you my Bible so that you may remember to pray for me as I stand before my cosmic judge. Item three, regarding the rest of my property. Regarding my money, I have arranged for my vast fortune to be destroyed. I know that this might seem unnecessary or and even... Illegal. <laughs> and illegal. <laughs> hey, he's done. <laughs> Who cares? <laughs> it's a legal will. You have to follow it. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I know that this might seem unnecessary or even hateful. In a way, I suppose it is. This is my one last act of revenge on the things that have wronged me. A final spite for what destroyed me. As you are well aware... I have not found it difficult to make money. Some state that it's because of incredible business sense. Other attribute it to scams or theft. I know better, however. I found a word the other day that I think might be helpful. Animals that are being led to the slaughter are force-fed food in a process called gavaging. Chickens, cows, pigs have tubes shoved down their throats and food constantly pumped into them so that one day they may be harvested so that on the day that they are harvested they are worth the most money when i am alone i think about those animals to eat without tasting or swallowing or even choice then they <clears throat> then they harvest without peel or hope if a chicken could choose its fate would it choose the abundant food shoved with both hands or to starve for free we went from poor to rich almost overnight. Dad dealt. <clears throat> Dad. 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 <laughs> Stroking out. <laughs> you ever just get a hard collection of phlegm in the back of yeah. your throat? Yeah. Yeah. Dad still tells the story of how I found an oil deposit in our backyard digging a grave for our cat. Waist deep in soil, that dang kid was suddenly covered from head to foot in oil. You celebrated that night. You all ordered steak and lobster. You had glasses of champagne. And you talked about how you were taking us out to Disneyland. I did not join you. I could not join you. We know that our cat died because someone ran it over. However, you did not see who ran it over. I did. I saw myself driving the car. When I was eight years old, I watched my entire class. <clears throat> when I was eight years old, I watched myself kill my entire class. Well, I suppose I didn't see myself doing it. I only saw myself leaving the scene. I don't know how I managed to derail a whole roller coaster, and I don't know how I alone survived. I do know that I could quietly see myself slip into a crowd that had gathered around my friends and I. The worst thing about this day was that I didn't even get hurt. No broken bones, no fractures, not even a bruise. I was in the second row of a cart going 125 miles per hour when it derailed, killing 14 of my friends, and I experienced nothing else other than shock. The amusement park settled out of court, and I made $32 million for surviving. I dropped out of high school as soon as I could. I couldn't stand walking past their memorial every day. So I threw myself into work, I made a commitment <clears throat> I made a committed effort to lose myself in work. That's why I decided to start my first business, the Nashville Wiener Company. 
Get some Nashville wieners. You gotta get the glizzies. <laughs> Nashville glizzies was so much better. Oh my gosh. <laughs> hey, we can wreck on it right now. Nope. <laughs> As many can attest, it became unnaturally successful. My first day of business, I sold out of hot dogs in an hour. The next day, I ran out in a half an hour. Over the course of seven months, I earned $14 million. I tried to convince myself that this was because of my natural charisma or because of my inherent merits. However, I couldn't help but notice that my regulars would stop, would disappear after a while. 14 people mysteriously died to hot dog related accidents. Someone choked. Someone got torn apart by wild dogs. Others were mugged for their food. I sold the business after I watched myself kill somebody by shoving hot dogs down their throat until they choked. <laughs> Have another! <laughs> if Joey Chestnut was a serial killer. <laughs> oh. <clears throat> I know that I am the type of monster. I know that I am a type of monster, a creature to be spat at, a cowardly little wretch. I stopped going out. I hid away in the dark forests of West Virginia. I tried to have as little contact with anyone, least I should accidentally kill them. However, every morning I'd wake up and I'd find an envelope addressed to me. It would be bulging, filled with its maximum capacity, and stuffed with cash. A stack of Money would be separated by Polaroids. Sometimes news clippings of their obituaries would be folded into the envelope as well. I stayed up one morning to watch who delivered it to me, and I wasn't surprised to see that it was me stained in blood. This morning, I received the largest envelope yet. It was a picture of me, mouth jammed with cash, alone in my cabin. Know that I have always loved you. And the isolation I put between us was for your safety. I am sorry. Your loving son and brother, Jeffrey Thompson. <laughs> I told you West Virginia was a bad place. <laughs> oh, Nelly. Oh, Nelly. I know his name's Jeffrey Thompson, but that's Oscar Meyer. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh man. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> so you know, I got a couple theories. Yeah. Uh -huh. We have we have um we have evil identical twin. Yeah. That's just messing with him. Uh -huh. Just just making him making, making his... him rich but also miserable. <laughs> yeah. Um we also have out of body experience, kind of like you know, similar thing that happened with uh, freedom. It, yeah, freedom in the story that you had done, where it was like, you know, this triggering event where she's like, "I see, I see silent," like she's following me. Um, where almost like he's getting uh, activated, um, and somebody else is controlling that activation, but also kind of a weird connection between the two. But now that you bring it up. Uh, every time Freedom wrote a story about her murder, she would get paid. Not near as much money as Jeffrey yeah. did, but... Yeah, so there was, there was definitely like an anonymous kind of payment thing. You know, this also reminds me of... you. Know, um, not sure if uh, y'all played it, but... Um, oh, I'm not going to remember the name of the game. The indie horror game with the boat, um, where you'd go fishing. Oh, oh um, 
Dredge? Dredge, yeah. yeah. Mm. And how, like, there's this, like, occultist kind of man who, like, asks you to go and find this stuff, but it's revealed that that's you. Because, like, if you look at the cutscenes, the only time you see him is, like, looking in a mirror, looking in, like, your port hole, like, in the boat. It's not actually another character. It's just you talking to you. And so, like, that kind of... I was playing through that game. Oh, did I ruin I hadn't gotten to that point yet. Oh, I'm sorry, buddy. (laughs) Oof. (laughs) Spoiler alert. (laughs) It was you all along. <laughs> okay, well, cool. <laughs> what a surprising twist that one was. Didn't wow. know about the Alan yet. Wow. Cool. It's been out for months. Wow. Yeah, and Monster Hunter World's been out for years, and I'm still replaying <laughs> through that one. And Monster Hunter World takes precedence over every other story. <laughs> Anywho, um, I apologize for that, <laughs> but no. So I think I think it's just a very interesting, you know, like you said, it's kind of like you know this activation thing. Um, it would just be we don't get the um, I guess insight of who would be handling the activation though. But I would, you see. <clears throat> When when I first started to read this, like item one and item two, like I thought he was terminally ill and had been ill his whole life, just kind of the way that he was talking, like you know, um, with the whole yeah, he's he's not ill, he's just well, I mean, he's ill, just sick. But (laughs) yeah, but like to watch your only son slowly waste away, and you know, you've stood by me while I face all the trials and heartache. Like sounds like somebody who's like had a long fight with cancer. Yeah, like cancer or like in and out of hospitals, constantly growing up and stuff. Um, And actually, I lied. We have Jeff, Tiny Jeff, Mm -hmm. Tiny Jeff. Um, Yeah, yeah. Who's a liar? Who's a liar and a troublemaker? And not to be put with his his precious mementos. Yeah. I'd be very interested to learn more about Tiny Jeff. Tiny Jeff spinoff question mark? Wait. Oh, wait. I'm dumb. His name is Jeffrey Thompson. Tiny Jeff is like little version of him. I'm dumb. I didn't even catch that till now. Oh. I, <laughs> yeah, that was that was pretty. Uh, no. Yeah. No, yeah, I'm just dumb. Okay. I'm just dumb. Okay. okay. No, I, was, I just thought like, was the name Who of the doll? Tiny Jeff. <laughs> 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 I'm not the brightest here, folks. Oh, Tiny Jeff. The only thing I can picture is, uh, have you guys seen the the Five Nights movie yet? No. Five Nights at Freddy's. So, like, you know the, the this isn't like a plot like thing or anything. So, like, you know, like the the first like fake out jump scare in the movie when like he opens the locker and it's Balloon Boy, like the little miniature of Balloon Boy. I've seen that's all I can picture. I've seen the last forty-five minutes of that movie. I haven't seen the front part of it because I oh. <laughs> we were showing it at a youth event and so, I was out getting pizza. So oh, that's tragic. Yeah, so I missed the Markiplier reference. Not Markiplier. I missed the map. Yeah, hat. Oh my gosh! Yes, I missed literally. He was yeah. the waiter. It was great. Oh, funny. Th- um, he even says that's just a theory. So yeah, no, I, I like I get yeah the little balloon boy thing or just like yeah this like tiny little figurine that just is it tiny jeff that's like doing these things no there's an option 
That's kind of what I'm wondering. Like, which is way funnier to think of a of a tiny. When I think tiny, I think like like yeah, like tiny. maybe eight inches tall. Yeah, I think like action figure size. Like, imagine yeah. that. See, choking <laughs> you to death with a dozen glizzies. <laughs> you just see, shoving them down. Yeah. So yeah, I picture something about the size of this bottle, but like no, like it's it's not like figurine. I was picturing like cloth doll kind of thing. That oh, like, like Annabelle like, style. Well, like, no, 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 no. Like, see, I was thinking. Not, Robert the doll? Not like Raggedy Ann, but like something that literally has the body shape of like Patrick. So like its hands come to points, its legs come to points, and it's just there like grabbing the glizzy with both, you know, so together and just, uh, uh, uh. You'd have to really want to die for you to be able to claim victims, I think. You'd really have to just like sit there and take it. What'd you say? What doll? Robert the doll? Robert the doll. Robert the doll. Roberto. Yeah, yeah, literally, literally that, except for cloth hands too. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, yeah. Yep. Mm. Yep. 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 Definitely. Yeah. No. Robert the but doll. But smaller. Yeah. Robert the doll is famous for being like supposedly cursed. So like, if you take a picture of him, uh, like that one, without his example. permission, without his permission. Uh, uh, stop <clears throat> showing me them. He's about to say something really terrible. Stop yeah. showing me pictures. If you take a picture of him without his permission, he's like supposed to do horrible things to you, like car accidents and cancer and uh, Sam and Kobe's currently. <laughs> Sam and Kobe's current theory is that Kobe got cancer because uh, they filmed Robert the doll. <laughs> Uh, <clears throat> which oh, and then again, terrible. Sam and Colby consider anything uh, proof, but yeah, that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> yeah, I guess I was imagining more like a Robert the Doll kind of scenario for okay. Tiny Jeff. Yeah, yeah, I guess I could see that. Man, but so either way, we got like a doll with doll's eyes. I don't know. I think I think that I think there's definitely. <laughs> There's definitely something there. Like dissociating back here. <laughs> he, Steven's just worried that there's going to be C4 under his trap. <laughs> I'm going to be checking my brick lines and In stuff. In the shape of the staff of Hermes. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> oh. Um. Creep factor. Um, as, soon, as, soon, as soon as I figured out that Tiny Jeff was actually, you know, not just a random. I'm sorry, I'm dumb. Um, that makes it like a three for me, honestly. I've never thought about someone choking me to death with hot dogs. <laughs> that's sitting. That's sitting a certain kind of way with me. That's sitting funky in your esophagus right now. Like, like a bunch of hot dogs. <laughs> forcibly placed kind of yeah oh. I have like a it's not a knot in my throat it's it's a snake it's a tube yeah it's, it, it's a snake I um sneaky snake sneaky snake <laughs> <laughs> I don't like any of this so does I'm that make give this a three this feels this feels three Oh. I mean, the clowns, like, I still think about the clowns routinely. <laughs> so, what? Like, 
What do you mean? I from mean, the, from the, same. The epi- like yeah, a from like back. two episodes ago, the ones that just, you know, put people in sacks and, you know, ate people and turned them into clowns. Exploded. Into and... confetti. Like, like legit, legit, legit <laughs> had dreams about the big clown. Not joking. Yes. That set the bar for five for me. Like, I, I gauge that. That is my litmus test for how bad it actually is now. That's it. <laughs> oh, man. We killed him, ladies uh, and gents. Like you said, I, death I had by a do- laughing. I had a donut, and then I laughed myself to death. <laughs> it was oddly prophetic. Bro, and then um, I know how both of you are gonna go. You're gonna laugh yourself to death, and Bradley, you're just gonna you're just gonna have a fainting goat heart attack one of these days. <laughs> He's gonna wake up to his wife staring at him. He's gonna go <gasps> and just have a full blown myo. <laughs> you're gonna have an MI, dude. You're just gonna have an infarction right there. <laughs> oh man! All right, it's time to generate a story. Yeah, yeah. So we got we got uh, Tiny Jeff. Uh, what else do we got here? We got Tiny Jeff, we have Cat P, and we have... <laughs> yeah! Yeah! Darn right. And we have um, Strange Woman Tucking You In, and then the scariest of them all, Albuquerque. <laughs> so, here again we have the AI-generated story from ChatGPT. <clears throat> Once upon a time, there was a motherly ghost... Who loved a small doll named Jeff. Jeff was her only companion in the afterlife, and she cherished him more than anything else. She would spend hours taking, talking to him, playing with him, and taking care of him. One day, while the motherly ghost was playing with Jeff, an evil turkey appeared out of nowhere. The turkey was enormous, with razor-sharp talons and a beak that could tear through steel. It smelled like cat pee and made the motherly ghost's eyes water. <laughs> so stanky it affects the afterlife. The turkey started attacking the motherly ghost and Jeff, flapping its wings and pecking at them with its beak. The motherly ghost tried to protect Jeff, but the turkey was too strong. It knocked her transparent body to the ground and started pecking at her face. Just when all hope seemed lost, Jeff sprang to life. He grew to the size of a human and started fighting. Oh no, my th- okay. He grew to the size of a human. Um, gosh darn it, I lost it. Okay, just when all hope seemed lost, lost Jeff sprang just to life. Jeff seemed lost. <laughs> <laughs> he grew up to the size of a human and started fighting the turkey with all of his might. The turkey was no match for Jeff, who was fueled by the love of his motherly ghost. Jeff fought the turkey for hours until the sun started to rise. The turkey finally gave up and flew away, defeated. The motherly ghost was overjoyed to see Jeff alive and well. She hugged him tightly. From that day on, the motherly ghost and Jeff were inseparable. They spent every moment together, playing, laughing, and enjoying each other's company. And whenever the evil turkey returned, Jeff was always there to protect his motherly ghost. The end. 